You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, welcome back to Sprott Money News. This is your Weekly Wrap-Up for Friday, September the 30th, 2016. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us as usual again this week is Eric Sprott. Eric, good morning. Hey, Craig, good morning. Uh, glad to be with you. I'm in uh, uh, sort of the depths of Utah, and it's been tough uh, getting together with you, but uh, it's an interesting day nonetheless, so it should be a lot of fun talking about what's likely to happen here. Boy, there is a lot going on. I, I wanted to hit you first with the quarter and uh, numbers, Eric, because we're wrapping up the third quarter today, and though the first quarter and second quarter were so strong and we had so much fun watching prices go up, here in the third quarter, we've been about flat in gold. We ended the second quarter at 1327. This morning, we're at 1331. The big winner, though, is silver up almost a full dollar for the quarter. Doesn't feel like it, though, does it? <laughs> well, as Craig, for, for a guy who's been involved in the gold trade for at least the last 15 or 16 years, it never feels like you're a winner. Yeah. Uh, because there's always so many unexplained reasons why it's going down. And uh, it seems to go down more than it's going up. And when it goes up, it kind of moves quickly, uh, normally because there's, it's become obvious to everybody that there's something wrong with the system. And uh, we're kind of witnessing that here today, it would appear. And um, so, yeah, it's been a, it's been a tough quarter. I, I, I'm sort of wondering, I'm speculating that the stocks might actually be up for the quarter, I'm guessing. Uh, we've had some pretty good action in the precious metal stocks as more and more sort of uh, participants come around to realizing they should have precious metals in their portfolios. Yeah, you know, actually the stocks, as measured by the uh, HUI index, are down a little bit because they really? surged so much right into the end of the second quarter, set the index at 246, and we're at about 234 off of last night's close. But nonetheless, you know, I think a lot of folks are out there wondering if this is uh, normal market pattern for emerging bull markets or if this is something that uh, we've seen a, a, a short-term top. you have any thoughts? Well, I would certainly suggest that uh, having fallen, uh, you know, three or four dollars in a quarter is hardly the end of the world. Right. <laughs> you know, like it's not a bad correction to experience that, yes, we've, we've come from, I think, around the 1360s or 1370s down to today's 1331, uh, but it's certainly not the end of the world. And of course, the key thing for all of us is the events at play uh, are even more heightened today, and we can talk about some of those in a moment. But uh, you know, the reasons to to stay involved in the trade are um, are getting more plentiful all the time, and I think more forceful all the time. So, I, I wouldn't. Uh, it, it doesn't bother me that uh, stocks are going to be down a percent or two, and that gold might be down a percent or two. Mind you, uh, silver is up five percent, so it's a bit of a a bit of a wash, and uh, I personally think it's been a pretty uh, pretty good quarter to be involved in in the area because uh, nothing else seems to have the fundamentals uh, like uh, precious metals these days. Certainly going to get a lot of press again as the fourth quarter begins because it's definitely the winning sector so far in 2016. Uh, you mentioned, though, the, the stocks. I know there was a, a merger this week that you might have something to, to say about, a merger of Kirkland Lake Gold and New Market Gold. Do you have any thoughts yeah. on that? Well, I'm, as you know, I'm the chairman of Kirkland Lake, and I was actually a large shareholder of uh, New Market, and I've owned it uh, for a while here and recognized it at, at that time as a pretty uh, interesting opportunity. Um, all I can say is sort of repeat what the management uh, call said yesterday. I mean, we're, we're both uh, companies are uh, cash flow positive quite significantly, uh, we'll have about, I think it's $235 million of cash between the two of us. 
uh, I think that now being a collective of 500,000 ounce producer will bring that that organization onto a lot more radar screens, and because we're now in the mid-tier gold producer, so I think there's uh, and and I know that operations seem to be going very well at uh, at both companies. So uh, I think it's going to be an exciting time looking forward here and. Uh, I'm uh, I'm going to be quite involved. I'm I'm about a 10% owner, I think, of the surviving company, uh, so it uh, it should be interesting. I think it's it's sh- the shareholders will uh, will ultimately benefit uh, from the amalgamation. Yeah, that sure shows your level of faith uh, in the surviving company or the the combined company. Also showing a lot of level of faith is the interest in the miners from the institutions. You know, we've seen reports over the last couple of weeks of the Swiss National Bank, the Norwegian National Bank, uh, big institutions buying mining shares. Is that just the beginning of a trend, do you think? Well, you know, it's it's interesting uh, to see that manifesting itself. Uh, You would think that uh, most central banks hate gold because it's the competitor to their whole money systems, right? And uh, so they don't normally like gold, but I guess if you're going to participate in the market, you may as well be in the winning sector. I mean, right. as you know, the the stocks are up whatever 125 percent this year. So if you're a stock player and you're not involved in in uh, this area, you've you've left a lot on the table. And it, not just central banks, but anybody who's who's got serious money that they have to invest. So so it doesn't surprise me. Maybe they realize that. You know, the price of gold is suppressed, and the game is, of course, don't buy gold because you're, you're going to move the price up. But, hey, maybe we can buy, we can uh, go in the back door and own the uh, the stocks, which, of course, have way more leverage than the price of gold. I mean, it's a better way of making a return on your money uh, than owning the uh, metals. But, um, anyway, I'd, I'm very, very happy to see it, I've, as I've speculated with you. I think as we get towards the end of this year and a lot of people looking around saying well you know what are we doing about this gold thing that's just flying and you know we're going to get another good day it looks like today that uh, you know some of the uh, concerns about the financial system are starting to to play out so um and we're not the only ones noticing it craig (laughs) yeah that's for sure and speaking of those concerns a lot of angst and uh uh grinding of teeth out there about what's going on at deutsche bank and how you know, in a way similar to 2008, the situation is shaping up. Uh, news today is not necessarily good. There seems to be a bit of a liquidity run uh, against Deutsche Bank. Uh, Commerce Bank, the second largest bank in Germany, is laying off about 20% of their workforce. News out of ING, the big Dutch uh, insurance company and bank today, they're like going to be laying off workers. Boy, there's some eerie shades of 2008, aren't there, Eric? Yeah. And, you know, Craig, I put it down to unintended consequences. So we have this wonderful academic policy that you reduce interest rates and everyone can go buy a car and buy a house and keep and buy uh, stocks because the PEs will be higher in a low interest rate environment. But there are unintended consequences. And of course, one of the consequences is the banks can't make any money. It's much more difficult in a very low interest rate environment for the banks to make money. And uh, Kuroda at the Bank of Japan recognizes it. We see the angst amongst the the pension plans, the the the, um, the pensioners, um, anybody who who counts on savings, all the savers, they're getting no return on their money. And you know, there was an interesting article today where they're asking, I think it was Draghi, you know, did low interest rates contribute to the Deutsche Bank problem? He said, no, it didn't. But the reality is, it does. Okay, you can't make the spread you used to make. So now we're seeing another result of it. 
And sooner or later, you're going to get enough constituents that are going to go and complain to these central planners, and they're going to realize the error of their ways. And the stunning thing about the Commerce Bank, for example, they eliminated the dividend, which is one of the things that banks, I mean, it's the last thing they're going to do, but here we are, they've now eliminated the dividend, fired 20% of their people. I mean, you can tell that there's, there's big problems going on, and if ING goes through, I think there was room to be letting off 6,000 people. I mean, these are serious, serious problems. Think of the economic impact of laying off whatever the number was, 19,000 employees. I mean, it's just, it's all not good, and it's what we've always thought when, it's, when the system hit, the, the failure starts hitting the banking system, that's when gold flies because people should not have their money in banks. Even in the short term, Eric, about half of the overall bank short position on the COMEX comes from the non-U.S. banks, and part of that is certainly held by Deutsche Bank. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes in the days ahead. And by the way, Deutsche Bank was theoretically admitted to uh, to rigging the gold price. Yes. We've never, we've never seen the details of it, right? Right, right. <laughs> It'll right. be another fine. <laughs> and even, look at look at our friends at Volkswagen who are facing some huge fine. And then the, the governments are so concerned about the size of the fine, they've got to make the fine fit the payer. Exactly. <laughs> to, to make sure he can pay. <laughs> exactly. Otherwise, they make term, be, he becomes bankrupt. So now, Eric, as we uh, wrap up this week and we look forward to next week, uh, the economic data, in the, at least here in the U.S., certainly uh, is still abysmal. The GDP numbers for the first half of the year came in at only one and a quarter percent growth for the first half of the year. But now everybody still thinks the Fed is data dependent. The most important data point is once again coming up next Friday, which will be dubbed the most important jobs number of all time again. Uh, as we turn the corner into the fourth quarter, uh, what do you make of this? Uh, is there still a possibility of a Fed hike uh, in December, or are you just figuring we're going to write that off for this year? I don't think there'll be any Fed hike. I mean, you have turmoil in the banking system, and certainly in Europe, and turmoil in banking systems spreads, okay? Nobody's exempt when there's turmoil in the banking system. Everyone starts looking at everybody else and saying, where can I put my money, and is this guy safe and that guy safe? I mean, it's very much, as you've already said, shades of Lehman all over again, okay, except a much bigger entity, like way bigger. It's probably 20 or 50 times bigger than, than Lehman, Deutsche Bank. And the fact that Commerce Bank is almost admitting that it's got the same kind of problems by the laying off of people and uh, the elimination of the dividend, man, keep your eyes on the banking sector here because uh, things are changing quickly, and it's the one time that you truly want to have uh, gold and silver, and you want to have it in your possession. And you can see that the, the rats are deserting the ship. I mean, you read stories about some of these hedge funds pulling their money out of Deutsche Bank. That's exactly how these things go down. Everyone loses confidence. Sure makes you wonder how the world's going to look by the time we get together next Friday, Eric, doesn't it? I think it's, uh, for us, it's going to look good here. You know, it's we've seen this little, this spike in gold and silver here this morning. Uh, I just think that's going to keep going. you got to that's the biggest turn of events is the banking sector for gold, and then it looks like we're, you know, just getting into the the edges of it. But it'll it'll it will get worse for sure. It's going to be fun. I look forward to speaking with you next Friday. For now, though, I'll give you the rest of the day off, and I hope you have a great weekend. <laughs> okay, Craig. All the best to you too, man. And from everyone here at Sprott Money, thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. 